Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Well, if there can be no arrangement, then we are at an impasse. I'm afraid so. I can't compete with you physically, and you're no match for my brains. You're that smart. Let me put it this way Have you ever heard of Plato, Aristotle, Socrates? Yes. Morons. Really? Welcome to Morons Mince Movies. I am your host, Moron Sam Munoz, and I'm here with my fellow morons. Ooh, Blester. Please like and subscribe. Peñalosa the second. You heard the man. <laughs> and Occam, Mr. Established Intellectual Property Arturo. Alright. Because today, I'm sorry, I just couldn't think of anything better. That's, what it. That's what I was trying to think. Today, we're talking about the <laughs> established IP versus original IP what do you mean or when original you say IP, IP, by the way. Intellectual property. Oh, I knew that. It's one something that's pre established. It's something yeah, that. Yeah, got yeah. it, got it. I was just the, asking for not the IP address. For <laughs> I, not, yeah, that's not what internet. I thought. I just typed in IP, not internet yeah. protocol. <laughs> Yeah, it's a different kind of IP. But so the reason I I suggested this episode yes. because uh, there's been a lot of talk lately, especially um, with uh, uh, Oppenheimer who's about to win the Best Picture, more, more than likely about or to win Best already Picture. Did. No. And one of the one of the things that a lot of uh, you know people are praising Oppenheimer you're doing is that it's the kind of movie that doesn't have uh you know box office success but only like you know critical success and maybe some award success mm -hmm. and it's kind of hearkening back to a time when you know people uh, are saying it wasn't financially successful no that it was financially oh. but a, a movie like that in today's uh, oh, movie okay, culture yeah. doesn't really make a lot of money yeah. in other words yeah. but it, it was almost a billion dollar movie mm -hmm. and it didn't have any like uh you know established ip it well, wasn't coming mm -hmm. from you know like barbie for example yeah. or it wasn't coming from harry potter or a famous adaptation of a book or something like that even though this is an adaptation of a book but not anything that's like 
popular in the you know popular culture and anything like that and uh they're praising it for being that kind of movie that sort of harkens back to a time when those kind of movies were the ones that were mostly uh dominating the box office and and now today's culture right we have more of like the superhero movies dominating the 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 box office the star wars movies dominating the box office the harry potter movies established ip and there's this sort of like uh maybe you could say dislike uh for some of those movies in the sense that studios are 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 scared to make Mm -hmm. an original idea and put a lot of money behind it that's what it it mostly comes down to yeah Yeah. i feel it's the fact that they don't have faith in these pictures and like for example the creator yes which is one of the movies that is being brought up in this conversation it it was an incredibly well-made movie we can all agree on that Mm -hmm. sam i know you gave it a b uh, B plus, I gave it. That's yeah. it. B plus, I gave it two thumbs up. Um, <laughs> and it was original movie, and it had a, Gareth Edwards attached to it, director of Rogue One. But even myself, I didn't know it was coming out. I saw a yeah. bus ad for it. That was the first time I saw yeah. anything for it, and it came and went out of movie theaters. Yes, yes, and, and it was it was it's uh, it's considered a flop because it didn't you know hit in the box office, and and there's an interview with Garrett Edwards as to what he when he went and pitched this idea to the studio, and the studio I believe the response was well we don't we're, we don't want to put you know over a hundred million dollars on anything that doesn't have already recognition. Mm-hmm. And Gareth was like, no, don't worry. I don't need $100 million. Like, just, <laughs> I, I can do this for whatever, however millions he actually did it for. Tree fitty. And, and, and no, yeah, I think it ended up costing like $80 million, which, I mean, still is a lot. But like that kind of thing that just doesn't happen that much anymore. And where these new original ideas trying to establish maybe a new franchise or something that doesn't have any recognition with anything else is is becoming... In terms of box office, it's becoming very, very rare. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think the last one that some people have talked about is John Wick, which was an original idea yeah. and has become now a, it has, it be, a it franchise. Became, yeah. yeah. But in the beginning, it wasn't. It did well enough. Yeah. But it wasn't. It wasn't like a huge. Yeah. And it was. It was yeah. a low budget. It was yeah. a low budget yeah. movie, mm-hmm. and you know, it did well enough to make money because it was low budget. Yeah. And then, then, as the next installments came, they gave it a little bit more money, a little bit more money. And it also was the start of the Keanu Sons. The Keanu Sons. Oh, the Renaissance of Keanu. Re- yes. I feel like he Very never good. left. Oh, no, I mean, I I agree with that. But that we saw him now at the forefront all over again. Yeah. And films like. Um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure got a third film. Oh, that's true. That's true. Things of that nature uh, because he was back. Yeah, Yeah. the Matrix. Yeah, Matrix got another one, which was another. uh, It was like, see, like the Matrix was a risk that the studio made at that time in 1999, right? It was an original idea, and now it's a huge franchise, Mm -hmm. but it's almost rare to see like another Matrix like that, right? Uh, Where maybe if a studio takes a risk like it might just flop because they don't uh they don't really advertise it as much or they they don't really back it as you yeah. said as it much. almost feels like when you have an original idea it's you either die young enough to uh, as a hero or you live long <laughs> enough to see yourself become the villain because yeah. if you if you're successful as an original idea mm-hmm. then you're 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 then going to have the inevitable 15 sequels yeah. and yes. the spin-offs on your original idea. So mm-hmm. now when you started this whole project, you're like, I'm going to create something fucking original, mm-hmm. something that Hollywood hasn't heard of. Mm-hmm. Fuck their copy and paste agenda. 
Fuck their, their, you know, their, their spoon fed work. I'm going to do something new. And you do it and it's a success. And, and it makes a shit ton of money. All your shit. Yep. And now, unfortunately, now the studio owns that IP. So now they're able to say either you write this mm-hmm. for us, a part two and a part five, or we're just going to hire someone else to do it. Yeah. And it's not going to be as good. So what do you want to do? Unless you're smart like George Lucas and uh, ask and for the rights. And just buy the rights. Make yeah, sure you make yeah. sure you <laughs> the the rights. rights. Yeah, if you're listening out there, make sure you own the rights. <laughs> Listen, so my, my th- overall thoughts on this is, is if I understand the argument or the question correctly, is, is it that you're seeing less original concept for movies, uh, original ideas, like, for example, something like Saltburn or something like Holdovers, well, that it's not a spinoff, it's not a prequel, it's not a sequel, it's not a fucking... I mean, so this is, this is, this is where the, the, I think the discussion gets really interesting mm-hmm. because I personally believe, I, I do believe there's a lot of original movies out there and the, the sort of uh, perception that Hollywood doesn't make original movies anymore is kind of flawed because they are coming out, but they're they're usually like pres- they're considered like prestige movies, meant for the meant for the Oscars, the awards, and that's the reason why I think the Oscars are so important. Because if it didn't exist, these movies would have no path whatsoever. Because the studios sometimes will give a chance to an auteur. To, oh, you're gonna make your movie good like this movie might be a movie that we can kind of like market as an awards movie, and right. then we'll make right. money that way. But if like Garrett Edwards, who doesn't really want to make, uh, is not making an awards movie, but making more of like a sci-fi for the masses, like kind of popular type of thing. Uh, you know, the studios might not give it a shot because they see no path. In that case, they always want to say like, "Well, no, it, I need it needs to be either based on a doll or based on a famous book already, or based on a comic book or yeah. something that people already know." If we're gonna give you three hundred million dollars mm-hmm. to make a big blockbuster type of movie, like we're not gonna put that kind of money on an original idea. If you want an original idea, you better make it for like twenty million, and it better be awards, uh, you know, friendly in some say, so we can. That's that's the path for those kind of movies now. But see, unfortunately, that. It kind of sets them up for not failure, but for challenges, because you're basically saying we want you to create a movie that's worthy of awards and Oscars and and fame. But we also don't want to give you the amount of money that a franchise would receive because your movie, your original idea isn't one worthy of that much money. So, yeah. It, it, it puts the director and the actors in this very difficult position where it's like, well, fuck, they want me to create this amazing thing, but they're not giving me all the money because they don't want to take the risk. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and unfortunately, the only time you get that money is if you're someone famous like yeah. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Yep. Because yeah. <laughs> he's the IP at this point. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. And see, that's what yeah. it's come down to. So I kind of feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong or if I don't get this correctly, but it all comes down basically to capitalism. <laughs> so... <laughs> All right, no, no. On a serious, on a serious <laughs> note, though, I don't want to get diverged. I'm saying that it comes down to that, which is money. It yeah. Is you have stockholders. If I'm, if I'm an it's investor, it's all corporate greed. If man. I'm an investor that's saying I'm going to put my money into Fox and, and this movie that's being made, I'm willing to give 50 million if I'm promised a return uh, uh, of double that amount or what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but I, I want to know what the movie is being made, and then you multiply that by 50 other investors. Eventually, that script that you come up with is going to be fucking fucked with. It's going to be modified. It's going to be changed. It's going to be made to to 
cater to the people that are investing that they think they know what they want, but it's not going to fucking succeed and it's going to fail or it's going to fucking succeed. And it's going to just continue that whole process, which is the investors are the ones that have the final say on what movie gets made and what movie gets fucking. But let's let's because I'm, I'm glad that you brought this up, Noel, because if again, Noel. if you look at uh, yeah, on screen, oh, <laughs> like, he's Uble. <laughs> no, 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 no on the screen. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm following. So so when you look at the history of the Oscars, only like really in the past, like two decades um has like the oscars become more of like it you know or the movies that win like best picture get nominated and best picture tend to be more independent and things like that yeah. but in the past they were big studio movies yeah. you know like the godfather won best picture and was yeah. also the most uh, you know the 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 number one movie studio. in terms of money yeah. of that year mm-hmm. right Everybody. and that was that was <laughs> that was a bit more common up until maybe like the past two decades i think the yeah. last one that really did that was Lord of the Rings, uh, Return of the King, which won Best Picture and was also nice. like the number one movie of the year. But it, it's rare that that happens, that those two kind of mm-hmm. come yeah. together. And it was not as rare beforehand. And I think it is the case that studios are taking less and less risks on big budget movies yeah. that are made for serious, that are serious films. And I don't, I don't want to knock on the superheroes not Bro, being serious films yeah. because some of them are mm-hmm. uh you know but there was i think there they used to be more risky with that yeah like an oppenheimer movie wasn't as rare you know in the in the 90s and 80s and so on as it is nowadays like yeah and that's that's kind of like the the big the, the big discussion here is yeah to, no yeah, it, it, I, honestly I hold on like I, i'm gonna complete yeah if i'm gonna also agree and I want to bring up thing about the superhero thing too, because like, frankly, it's as a as a fan of comic books, as a fan of superhero movies, it's seeing how much of it and how much studios are just trying to cash in on that, but and the 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 decision that that's leading to is fucking annoying because they're just seeing the dollar signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're getting to a point right now, and I mean that's a bigger conversation, but it's let's just make them all just make them all exist so we can make even more money and it's yeah. becoming this thing of it's now it's becoming it. quantity over quality yep. and we are losing a lot yep. of that in comic book films and yep. honestly i can't go to any any video on youtube or comment section of anything marvel related and not having someone shit shit talk on like oh how marvel used to be yeah like we're yeah. and it's it's just this it's this whole thing now and it's just this it's becoming a conveyor belt of shit of of this general thing that just okay the the masses want more of this let's get, and then because they just want the money so there's less of this um, really inventive thing where they're trusting filmmakers and it's just becoming this machine uh, and as a whole it's even to me who generally enjoys everything it's nah I can tell right mm-hmm. I can also tell when you're just giving me something because the studio wants to hold on to something yeah yep you know and it's it's disheartening. Yeah. Um, and we, uh, I mean, another thing that we've all love, but are have very um, intense th- emotions about Star Wars. Yeah. Look what happened at the sequel trilogy. Yeah. When there is no big plan made, just because but it's Star, doing, but it's like uh, it, it's 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 I. They're doing this with all the franchises, right? I know you're a big Jurassic Park fan, mm, and go. they're bringing back Jurassic go. World yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I know you're excited or anything like that. But yeah, but, for, do, but do but I also for, think they should wait? Yes. I do believe they should. It goes back to that. Like You need to give a ch- your chance and audience to breathe. You yes. just can't keep hammering with them. 
because yes. everyone's going to get tired of to it at some point. And then when you have all these streamers and people knowing, okay, I can just wait. I don't have to go see any theaters because there's so much happening now. We're we're seeing so much on TV and on and all the streaming sites. There's so much to watch that you're starting like you're not going to get to everything and you're choosing to watch some things at home and then studios are losing or they see themselves losing money because of this because we know we can just watch it at home and now it's affecting the overall well then people aren't watching superhero movies anymore. No, it's because you gave us too many and we're sort of watching uh, but yeah. Were you going to say something over before I, I go I was just going to say that it's a very clear uh, sign of what's, con- what's to come and I don't think it's going to change, man. Look, if mm-hmm. you're looking at movies now where we're on we're on Transformers fucking 8. We're on <laughs> Fast, Fast and the Furious, Furious 11. 11. Yeah. Indiana Jones 7. Star Wars 9. Mm-hmm. Like, studios are now willing to just to go into the double digits. This shit. Yep. Everything There's can no be James Bond. Of, like, I remember growing <laughs> up where it was Max, a trilogy. Like, that's yeah. it. That was it. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck would you want to continue more than two movies? A storyline that there there needs to be a start and there needs to be an end and that's it. That's how movies should be. And mm-hmm. now that's changed. Well, some of them need middles too. Sure, middles. <laughs> but now it's gotten to the point where no, we fucking just just keep going. Mm-hmm. Just fucking change a few things. Change a few. Change the cars. Change the or bad reboot guy, it. Change the location. Yeah, reboot, yeah, reboot, it. reboot it. it. Or it just takes place in a different corner younger. of the universe. Make it younger. You know, mm-hmm. fucking any of that. And it's just it. Uh, Even see, with the fucking Disney movies, uh, remake yes. them into animated movies into live action yeah. movies. It's, it's, it's laziness, mm-hmm. but it's la- it's calculated laziness. Like Disney yeah. knows damn well that this is the lowest risk. With the highest income, but that's potential. The, but that's the thing. It's, Disney it's, had like one of the worst years last yeah. year in terms of box office. Yeah, and Good it, job it was like seen them over that. Though. It was like a big story, and yeah. and and the thing is like what what you brought up a little bit is that you know the theater people going to the theaters is is you know people are saying like it's dying, it's dying, it's dying. And like not the, Nicole Kidman, man, <laughs> not, not her. You'll never but hear that. She's might, always in theaters. Yeah, and, and people are constantly like the the popular uh, you know phrase is like Hollywood doesn't make any original movies anymore. Yeah. And the thing is, the popular movies that they're making are always the you know the movies that we're talking about, franchise yeah. movies and so on. And if people aren't going to see those, studios are now like, well, what do we do? Like, we we don't know yeah. what to do. And and I, with the whole Oppenheimer and Barbie uh, phenomenon that happened. And I feel it's going to be trying to sort of copy that now and sort of uh, copy like yeah. what can we do yeah. to sort of a couple, yeah. you know, maybe a serious movie like a tour movie and do like something that's franchise and yeah. have like try to redo this Combine again them. Yeah. And, and make it into a formula which will ruin it again. Yeah. <laughs> because it's not going to hit the same. Because Barbenheimer was such like a, an organic thing yeah. that just happened. Yeah. And it's just no, if studios like, not, don't wise yeah. up to the how – they used to do business where they had some movies like, okay, we're going to put some money aside for these, you know, middle yeah. budget movies that we're going to try to like, maybe takes a couple of risks mm-hmm. and, and then maybe we'll do one big movie and that's it. And then, but most of our movies are going to be, you know, here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some States. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mid to lower budgets so, because, yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, yes, 100%. I completely agree with that. And I, that's what I want there to happen because, so there's an example of a studio who's doing this and doing it so well. That is Toho with their Godzilla properties. Oh, so really? as of like over well over a decade or two, three, no, two, wait, several decades ago, Toho decided, you know what, we're Godzilla had a good run. We're kind of gonna. There's too much. You know, we're not gonna really do anything. But you know, Legendary Pictures, that Warner Brothers, America wants to do something with it. Let's just allow them some rights so they can move, make some movies. Fine, let them do their thing because we're not. <laughs> 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 it's like the slowest bite ever. You're trying to sneak a, a bite in no? the only conspicuous. <laughs> oh, um, talking about <laughs> like let them do their thing, you know, whatever. And then those films went on to be, you know, make money. Yeah, you know, and they kept making more. And Tom was like, all right, let them keep doing their thing. And it got to a point where like, they're making so much money. You know, let's kind of go back to Godzilla, and they released Shin Godzilla, which in Japan was a huge hit. And then that same money that you know the machine is making in America with uh, the the MonsterVerse, it also funneled the funds for Godzilla minus one, you know. And now we have like this epically praised, critically praised uh, film that was made because of the the benefits of having this other franchise as well. And it's all one big thing, and it's it's going back to the idea I feel of like taking risks where you can without doing too much. Like it, it's a, it's a good balance. Yeah, because you know? now every blockbuster movie has to be three hundred million dollars to make or something like that. So and if and if you don't get close to like a billion dollar box office, that movie is losing money mm-hmm. because of all right. the marketing and everything that is on top of it and all that stuff. So yeah. so um, a lot of this was what happened to Disney. They 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 released I don't know how many like five huge budget movies, five or six I forget what it yeah. was, 
And I think with the exception of Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, all the others flopped in terms Wish. of uh, relatively, relatively to their budget, right? Oh, yeah. They still made like hundreds yeah. of millions of dollars, but when you make a movie for $300 million and it makes $200 million, you're still $100 million in yeah. the red plus yeah. all the marketing and shit plus that happens. Which marketing yeah. is usually double the budget. No, no, it's, it depends. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's a double. Film. It's a yeah. safe calculation. Uh, but, but anyway, <laughs> what I wanted to what I wanted to bring up and you brought up is there's these studios that people are praising now, like A twenty four and Neon, who are doing this sort of like old school, I yeah. guess, way of doing where they uh, oh you mean to trust their filmmakers? Holy shit! And yeah, well, they they make lower budgets. There's also yeah. Blumhouse, which is like in mm. the horror genre yes. thing. There's, there's all these sort of like kind of uh, Just middle to. Small studios. I don't mm. know if they're small. I don't know. I don't yeah. consider A24 small anymore. Not anymore. Uh, but, but you're right. And then that's the thing, too, because now it's also built a reputation where people are going out to see these films. Just yep. because yeah. it's A24. Exactly. Like, there's an A24, I uh, think, like, uh, everything uh, everywhere niche. really changed the yeah. game for that. No, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's been... I know I mean, it's, it's been, been before that, though. Before, I know way before, yeah. but I feel like... And, like, with A24, too, like, I think for a little while, they did have this idea of, like, I know that some people found, like, their films a little bit, like, pretentious. Uh, but I, I think they've They're also catering to a certain audience. They yeah. are, yep. but they've also broadened their horizons just enough. Yeah, now they're now they're going into the horror genre too. With uh, what was that movie? Uh, they have several horror movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Hereditary, Midsommar, oh, yeah, Hereditary, The Witch, right. Lighthouse. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, but the, but the newest us. one. God, I'm drying. I'm drying a blank. The, the you had one. it in your honorable mentions. Uh, not talk to me. <laughs> uh, talk to me was twenty twenty four. Oh, it is talk to me. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So talk to me. Yeah, it's actually one of the more successful ones. Yeah, too. it was that? one. Of, and now they're thinking of trying to build a franchise yeah, from yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> because it was so successful. Mm, but it was an original idea. Yes. Yeah. It was an original no. idea. Mm. And so and I guess th- everything has to start off as an original idea at one point. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, the problem it, is inevitable. like when you take it to your part nines and tens and elevens. Exactly. And so on. Let it die when it needs to die. <laughs> take a break <laughs> and then move on. Uh-huh. Now, let me ask you guys this to uh, slightly change the subject is do you think that in our lifespan or at least in our kids' lifespan, you're going to see just the death of originality? Like how, Ooh, how I don't many think years... So. How many years? Consider how many movies come so out per year. I've how many of those are originals, and then time multiply that by ten years, you know by what, twenty here's, years. Yeah, here's how many original ideas well, can you possibly? I think come the up next with? wave that they're actually going to go into because right now we are seeing a lot of even just the built-in IPs not doing well. Yeah, I think if they're doing right, if they do it the right way, they're going to look towards Barbie and doing something that's very loose, like it's basically an original idea that's loosely based on said IP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where there that's, is a built-in-ish audience. You're going to see but a the idea, wave of that. I mean, and I would love that. Your, like, your G.I. Joe movie. Long, <laughs> your, your, <laughs> they, they tried that already. It failed. <laughs> okay. That's, hold on. Hold on. Your, your, your as battleship long as, movie. as long as people put their wallet where their mouth is and actually go and support these films, that, that's ultimately what always talks. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, what I, what I want to say is that original movies have been coming out, and that's that's kind of like again, I kind of said this already, but is a misconception about movies in general. And there's a lot of original movies. Yeah. It's just that yeah. they're not the the blockbuster ones. Like yeah. you have to go searching for these movies. You have to be, uh, you know, the person who cares about like looking for movies that are original, and it's and and if you're not, these are gonna fly under the radar for you because they're not gonna be in the commercials and stuff you see and everything like that. So, but there's original movies all the time, right? But Sam, uh, the thing is that the blockbuster ones are the ones not, that are established. Well, we're it's also not re- just blockbuster. Yeah. Sorry, Arturo, it's not just blockbuster. Like, yes, I can create an original movie. Mm-hmm. 
about a, a plumber who has to fix a clogged <laughs> drain. With and a he magic forgets, dinosaur? He, he forgets his tool bag in his car, and then he realizes his car's locked, so he has to call AAA. And he befriends the AAA driver, and they talk about death. And then they unlock his car, and he's able to finish the plumbing. That's an original idea. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. But is it fucking interesting? No. Do people want to see it? No. But there are plenty of original movies. But there movies are plenty of original movies that are interesting, yeah. though. Right. No, I'm not saying there isn't. What I'm saying is how how many original ideas out there exist There's that a you ton. can make interesting? Yeah, a ton. dude. I watched 75 I movies last year, man, of it, last year. Oh, by it, the way, Sam, fuck you. Why? Um, Holy shit. You responded right, to when, when we were talking fuck about you, the movies of the of the year. And everyone's like, oh, like I've seen like you like I seen like 40 ish, like, oh, 30, 30. I'm like 75. I was like, wow, you have no life. That was what you responded with, Sam. So number one, fuck you. Number two, oh, you did that was say a joke. <laughs> you did say uh, that you wish you had that amount of time. And yeah, it's because I, I work part time. That's, that's that's part of it. Uh, and third off, actually, uh, that actually really helped me um, create a new resolution. Uh, where, to watch even I, more movies? No, because no, I, be I was constantly trying to watch like every movie like that I could, that I could, because I wanted to rank things properly. But I was putting the pressure on myself to rank things for, like I don't have to do that to myself. And then oh. it, it finally reached a point where like you know what? No, I'm gonna go after the movies that I know I'm gonna genuinely enjoy. And then when the end of the year comes down, there's all these you know the buzzworthy films for the Oscar season, that's, the awards season. That's when you come to me. I'm gonna yeah, <laughs> I really am. Honestly, I'm gonna take your suggestions. <laughs> and to just live more freely without having to oh my god i need to watch everything and just relax so at the end of the day thank you sam ah but also fuck you <laughs> you don't understand what a roller coaster right now <laughs> you don't, you don't understand Christ. i admired the fact that you watched 70 if it were up to me if i didn't have a wife and kids i would be watching like 200 movies a year man i'm fucking I mean, I, serious i would be that fat fuck <laughs> In, yeah, at the theater probably oh. three times using all three of their options on their AMC A list <laughs> every week watching every fucking movie oh, I can I respect it because I have nothing else to worry about <laughs> not me man I'm <laughs> sorry but I, I, I would look I, I, would. I side, side story here I recently downloaded this app called Letterboxd Letterboxd yeah, yeah. oh you don't know about Letterboxd I didn't mm-hmm. and I finally downloaded it and I was like you know what I'm gonna go backwards year by year and pick which movies I've watched, tag them, rate them, and like them, and then move on. And as I was going through like the 2000s, I was like, 2018, let's see what movies came out in 2018 that I remember enjoying. And I was like, okay, yeah, I remember this one, and I remember this one. But a lot of these movies were just movies that I was like, I have no fucking interest in watching you ever. <laughs> if, if I had a chance of watching Grass Grow and watching this movie, I would watch Grass Grow twice. Just because these wow. movies just don't wow. seem, Jesus, they don't, <laughs> they, they didn't. I don't know if uh-huh. if it's because they weren't marketed correctly, or I just I don't care mm. enough about the subject. But it it, so it, it you, you got to a point you realized you saw too many. I got look. I'm at a point in my life where if I'm gonna dedicate two three hours of my time to sit down and watch something, it's because it's gonna be something that I'm interested in and. That appeals to me and that I enjoy and that was actually like there was effort put into it. Like would I go to the movie theater to watch, I don't know, like a, a, a movie that... Madam Web. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything about any specific movies, but 
<laughs> Madam Web? Because recently I remember someone inviting you and you're like, No, nah. that one I couldn't make it. No, no, no. He had a full it, intention to go see it. Okay. I did. I did. It was already <laughs> reserved. But no, like those types of movies, I don't I don't go out of so there are movies like <laughs> where where No, I'm He's serious. Trying so hard not to just say like No, 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 because this is what it is, which is there are certain movies where mm-hmm. I will go out of my way. Mm-hmm. I will I will be planning ahead of time. I will reserve my seat. I will make sure that it's where exactly where I want to sit on exactly the day that I want to see it at the exact time. Those are your Oppenheimers, those are your, you know, your whole, your your movies that I really want to watch. Then there are movies where I'm like, I don't give a shit, man. I fucking, oh, I guess I have three hours to kill. Fuck, I guess. Uh, all right, let's watch. Let's watch Madam Web. Uh, the only seat available <laughs> is in the back. I don't give a shit. That's why, let's uh, watch. To, like, there's that. There's, so those are two different things. To, to bring this back to the topic, because <laughs> oh, <what laughs> we're a little off tangent. What topic are we doing? And we'll, we'll, <laughs> end, and we'll end it here soon. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, is, and that's why I think studios need to fucking wise up. And go, go back to a time when instead of saying, like, here's the new big budget superhero movie. Again, no offense to superhero movies. There's a lot of good ones out there. And like that. But uh, but instead of instead of that, put their money and their and their backing to, to convince people that this new movie, which, yeah, it's not based on any comic book. Yeah. It's not based on any book but that you've heard of. It'll be the next of. big thing. Yeah. This is like the next big fucking thing. Yeah. You know, like James Cameron, for some reason, made everyone believe that these blue people from <laughs> a, a, a world of Pandora was important for you Smurfs. to go out there and spend uh, money and watch. Yeah, but but it's because did. it's James Cameron is one yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. But Again. Yeah, but studios can draw. do this too with yeah. any other movie and they used to do that all the time with these movies yep. and just say like hey this movie is 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 important and you should fucking watch it and make people think that they need to watch it mm-hmm. they did that somehow with Oppenheimer most again it's probably because of Christopher Nolan but they can do that yeah. with these other yeah. movies uh, absolutely uh, and, and, and not spend 300 million dollars yeah. to make it no I agree and the bigger conversation too with it is like how streaming has affected everything yeah, that's yeah. true. Because there, there is a lot where, like, you will see original films. Like, you know what? I don't. Uh, let's not put this in theaters, but give it to let's sell, yeah. let's sell it to Netflix or what yeah. have you, or sell it to Hulu. And there's a lot of things I feel like on Hulu that fly under the radar for that same reason. Because again, they're not putting their faith in the films. Yeah, yeah. And and to take this back to the the most classic of original ideas that became so huge that everybody knows what it is: Star Wars. Yep, yep. You know when George Lucas wrote Star Wars. And as he was making it, everybody thought he was an idiot and this yep. was the dumbest story of all time. But yeah. the studios, they they put it out there and they backed it and they marketed it and the people came out and saw it. It became the biggest fucking phenomenon uh, still yeah. going to this day. Yep. And you can do that again and again and One again. One of our hosts even has tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to roll up my sleeves. I'm tired, I'm tired for doing that, but... I got I got Darth Vader laying on a blanket <laughs> like this on my chest. Um, yeah, right. no, Sam, I, I I agree with what you're saying, man. It, unfortunately, I don't see the situation getting any better. Final thoughts for me is <laughs> I feel like yes, originality is fucking always preferable and and better in regards to movies, but 
I don't see it getting any better, man. I see it I think getting to the point where... I, I disagree. I, I think the Oppenheimer-Barbie thing was a really good thing. Even though Barbie was based on something that people yeah. know, it was such an original movie. Yeah. And I think that's the reason yeah. it was. It made so much money because people went to it and be like, see, this, is, was, not, this right. is totally something right. I didn't expect. But that, that, and it became important to watch. But I you're mean, undermining the greatness of Barbie, which is that's not something that can be easily replicated. So what you're going to see is... A lot of copycats of that movie, which still results in non-original movies. Now what you're going to see is a bunch of wannabe Barbies and a bunch of wannabe Oppenheimers. Cabbage Patch Kids you coming still, to you yeah. 2025. <laughs> you still, you're, yeah, you're going to see your... Cabbage your, Patch Kids gets pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know... Barbie versus Bratz. <laughs> right. And you're going to see that and, and, and they're going to try to shoot for what they did. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Sam, they're going to try to market. They're going to try to tap into that same marketing strategy, which is, oh, shit, there's a there's a battleship versus, you know, the, the Manhattan Project movie coming up this year. <laughs> Everyone's talking about it, everybody. Let's get involved. And it's but it's not going to be the same and it's mm-hmm. not going to be original. Well, so we'll, so we'll while I, I, yes, we're seeing this, I, I still don't feel like I have some hope. I have some hope. I, we'll you're see. more optimistic than I am. I feel like right now investors are uh, in charge of what gets done, right. and investors want what's going to result in more money, and that's p- things I mean, people know. Yeah, just look at our lists for uh, the most anticipated films of 2024. The yeah. majority of them were sequels, were remakes, were something based on an existing property. Um, I had but I had I some original ones. I didn't ones. say you didn't. <laughs> I said the majority overall. Like we were all looking forward to Joker. Yeah, Deadpool but three was on some list. Yeah. Uh, Mad Max was on mine. Oh yeah, the Mad Max ones. Furiosa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're you, right. Yeah, I'm you're right. You. That's God the damn it! It's all our fault. <laughs> yep. It comes down to money. Yeah. I predict Fuck. Oscar season 2029 is gonna be basically Star Wars 17, <laughs> <laughs> Doom <No>. 5, <laughs> Deadpool 7, <laughs> Wally 3. I dig it. Wally three. Wally three. Would, would, my would you see a sequel Save for this Wally? Episode. I don't yeah. think they should ever make a sequel for Wally. So would, would, would you see it? Oh God, I it would it would kind of make me sad you to see it. You yeah. would see it. Turns yeah. out they're able to turn the planet back into life, but now he's starting to have differences with Evie. <laughs> and they made a baby. Right? And they made a baby. Somehow. <laughs> yeah. And he's like a single dad. <laughs> because Eva she, yeah, Eva she, died or something. Worried about having to No, not because she died fuck oh, jesus too because sad. she's too work she's too busy with work and preoccupied with work that wally's like yo this is your this, this is, is your, your child kid. come on this is your child you have to raise him with me and then and, and the and humans have become uh, uh they stopped caring again they're starting to they trash the, the opposite earth. instead yeah. of being too overweight now they're like super fit <laughs> to the point where they ignore their kids because they're so Dude, busy this sounds about like working a, out. actually a pretty decent movie let's write it you're yeah. right here all first right. all right wally Disney part come two. to us all right we'll you our idea and with that again please like and subscribe Sorry. oh and, and uh, what's sweater i've been wearing for the last three episodes is from the art of choice in case anyone's been paying attention good guy what a booty yes uh, it's heck? his merch line shout out to you chewy love you brother oh. all right chewy uh, please like and subscribe oh yeah chewy <laughs> <laughs> and you know uh, please term. please tell us your original idea for a new movie in the comments and all that good stuff yeah. yes let us know what you want hollywood and to as always have a dark night have a dark night even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 